Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spivey, and we are the Mark Out Movie, Movie Podcasters. Podcasters. And you did it right this time. Well, thank you, Aaron. I've had a lot of practice. <laughs> well, in today's episode, we are uh, reviewing a couple of movies. First, we're going to be talking a little bit about Mortal Kombat 2021. Get over here! I didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, Forget Paris, the movie that we was planning on watching anyway. Uh, neither one of His us have pick. neither one of us have romantic comedy shirts, so I went with uh, well, the I mean, American Werewolf in London, which you know it has some romance in it. Jaws has some romance. Which part? Do you want to get drunk and pull around? Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, but first, um, <laughs> my dog knocked it out. Of the place where I want it to be. Um, sorry, I should have got this ready. He should have been ready. I don't know what's going on. I just show up. Alright. Here we go. But first, I'm going to do a bit of a unboxing video. Oh, he's going to unbox? Of Geek Fuel. Uh, it just happened to come in today. Just two geeks here. Unboxing. Um, don't knock my water down, man. Real quick, uh, Brandon, I showed Brandon earlier. Mm -hmm. I just got back from Gatlinburg. And oh, he showed went. me his wand. <laughs> I have a Harry Potter wand. So for those that want to see, this is a Harry Potter wand. Uh, you know, I maybe will try to, if anybody inter interested in getting one of these, they also have Voldemort, every wand that you could possibly want. Uh, instead of shop, I will link her information to you if you contact me. I uh, give her a shout out. Uh, I should have just gave her a shout out. But just give her a shout out, Aaron. I don't have her name, man. It's like <laughs> on the card over there, and I don't feel like getting up. But uh, uh, but yeah, let me do this real quick. This is a knife. All right, so yeah, don't walk around with this pen. Right I will not walk around. I mean, I can't even get up right now, so you're safe. <laughs> All right, so trying to. Not show people where I live because you know we don't want that. All right, real quick. All right, Scallywag edition. Look at there, Scallywag edition. I don't want to see the cheat sheet. I'm gonna lay that right there. I know that people was like, "What is going on?" So much. All right, real quick. Never know with Aaron. All right, this is the shirt that came with it. So you'll probably see me wearing this maybe next week. I don't know. Maybe you'll see. I'll let you see it first. As you wish. As you wish. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I guess I technically now have a romantic comedy shirt, Brandon. Is that what you call romantic? Romantic comedy? As okay. You As you wish. Um, I guess that could mean romance. Um, depending... What you wish is from Firefly Leaf on the Wind Gold Plate Pendant. Um, I have no idea what that is. I, you know, I'm gonna be honest, I've never seen Firefly. Uh, I know it's uh, Josh, not Josh, Josh Wheaton, yeah. Yes, it is I was, Josh. I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Will Wheaton. It's Josh Wheaton. Wouldn't be Will. And then the last thing we have here is. Bangarang letter opener. Oh, they give me a knife. I don't know what this Bangarang is from. Uh, just Bangarang. I'm not gonna open it right now. Evie, that's a wise decision. 
But uh, I just want to share with you real quick what YouTube is. But yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into it right. real quick. Um, let's show a little bit of the new Mortal Kombat 2021. Brandon watched it in theaters. I did. I watched it in home on HBO Max. Um, so we're going to jump into it. First learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target has superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking? I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. Mortal Kombat. These are your champions. I'm Sonya. That's Kano. I'm Luke That is not Luke So I just want to say, in my opinion, I prefer, you know, when they first seen the silhouette of the guy in the distance, part of me really wanted to be the Luke from the OG 95 version, which it wouldn't it wouldn't make technically sense for it to be him but uh that guy's old yeah yeah <laughs> but it's just i don't know robin chow i think it's his yeah. name but ultimately though man uh i agree with you you put on facebook that kano stole the uh show in this movie and <laughs> i totally agree with you i think kano stole the show in the oh gym. yeah i mean his wit was just Phenomenal, <laughs> but I, I liked uh, man, I like the Kano '95 uh, version as well. He was he was witty as well, but this guy was just phenomenal. Uh, okay, okay, all right. We well, we will continue to talk about it because that's what we well, we don't get paid to do this, but this is what we do. But I right, I won't talk. I won't ruin or give spoilers because I will uh, say that there's some people that haven't watched it um but ultimately i agree with you kano stole the show he was excellent in this uh i really enjoy seeing sub-zero and i really enjoy seeing uh uh you know scorp uh scorpion scorpion yeah i was gonna say scorpio that's two coat scorpio no please don't <laughs> please i mean i love two coat scorpio but but it's different different it's different, yeah. different different but yeah i mean yeah, i love the backstory Mm -hmm. Sub-Zero and Scorpion, they, I felt like they finally were done justice with those two characters. Even though Scorpion's not necessarily in it a whole lot, but his presence is in it throughout the movie. I mean, you know, you know you're getting him. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. In the end, when he does come back, you were anticipating that moment, and I think it lived up to it. Yeah. Is there a spoiler? <laughs> Did you say that spoiler? <laughs> I mean... Brandon, you good at spoilers. So. This is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, but 
I really enjoy seeing the updated version of characters and uh and you know and I think it was good actually I'm enthralled now in this universe you yeah know. I have some gripes Luke King's a gripe Cole's a gripe Cole's a, it's so so they so they <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin it but the guy Cole is not really He's not from Mortal Kombat, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, he created he's created just for this movie. Which uh, he served his purpose, but I hope he's not in the sequel all that much. Well, who knows? It's Mortal Kombat things. <laughs> Mortally get taken out, but uh, uh, fatality. But uh, the fatalities were awesome. Yeah, good, and good I love stuff there. And, and, and I love the uh, I love how they would also. Um, make reference to the video games yes you know they would they would do that and I thought like there, was, there was one scene where the guy is doing the same move over and over again and i'm like that is me because i suck at mortal Kombat. Oh, so yeah. so you just uh i will do the same move over and over again i'm terrible at it i like it but i'm terrible at it that's funny uh yeah i agree uh i mean my cousins probably got mad at me because i would straight up smash the smash the buttons just smashing them just see what's going to happen um, but ultimately, yeah, I, um, let's go ahead and give our marks on it All right. real quick. So, um, cause Bill doesn't want us to ruin it. Bill, I understand, bro. I'm not going to ruin it. Well, maybe he didn't like it or maybe he didn't like it. Yeah. Let us know. Did you like it, Bill? Or did you not like it? It's either I haven't seen it or I hated this movie. I hate this movie. <laughs> Please do not talk about it. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it. And you have HBO Max, you can watch it. Unless you are waiting to go to theaters, you can go to Clarksville. Clarksville at the moment. Nashville. But you can go to Nashville too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, so with that being said, real quick, before we even get to our marks, you've now went back to see a total of three or four movies now in theaters. Yeah. Uh, the Unholy, Nobody, Godzilla vs. Kong, and Mortal Kombat. How was Nobody for you? Nobody was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a fun movie. Christopher Lloyd stole it uh, with his action scenes. I mean, who would think Doc Brown in his 80s could do action, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. You know and, what? And I haven't really seen him in anything lately. Yeah, I mean, he is hilarious in, in Nobody. It's an overall good story. Mm -hmm. It's not like John Wick, though. It's not it, It's not on that same level, but it's still a solid action movie. Um, the Unholy is awful. Uh, it's It'll make my horse list of 2021. Um, what is that about, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, it's it's a ghost story uh, about this girl that's about the Mary coming back, being resurrected. But oh, okay. A demon's possessing the woman, and she's, uh, you know, manipulating the people and kind of what's going on in the world today. <laughs> oh, so someone just asked you the same question. Pretty much. Uh Crystal Bailey says, was, uh, I guess, no, unholy. It's, it's awful. Says no. Jeffrey D. Morgan's good, though. Okay. He's somewhat the saving grace of that movie, even though it's not good. Well. He, he's entertained. Oh, well, I should have put this up. I'm sorry. I created banners, and uh, we're talking about Mortal Kombat. So, uh, real quick, uh, my quick thoughts on my, my rating, and then my thoughts. So. My ratings, I'm going to give Mortal Kombat four marks out of five. Um, reason, because I, I did enjoy, I enjoyed, I was really like 
enjoyed the movie the whole way through. I was never bored. Um, I did, however, didn't really like the co-character. I was confused by him. Also, uh, you know, they, I didn't really like that it didn't have straight up competitions, you know, the way that I, I remember Mortal Kombat being. So that's the only reason why I don't give it a five. I really, I didn't think it's boring. I thought it was a good time. So four out of five. Yeah. Uh, my initial score was 3.75, but we don't do that here. So I have to either go down to 3.5 or four. I'm going to go four. Uh, my reason for is the fights were amazing. The visuals were amazing. The fatalities were fan service, but amazing. Uh, story it lacked a story, really, but it's Mortal Kombat. It's a fighting game adaptation, so, I mean, I forgive all that. But my issue is Liu Kang, um, a little bit of Raiden. I feel like Raiden doesn't do anything in these movies, <laughs> and I really wish he would, because in the games, he's part of the tournament. It, now, I will say that in this movie, it is a step up for the Raiden. Oh, yeah. The casting of Raiden. Yeah, you know, no doubt, uh, no yeah, doubt. It's, it's, it's but better. he can do more. I mean, yeah, he could do more definitely. I Shane agree. Sung it it do doesn't more. really show him, show his power, show his. Yeah, he's a he's a. Goro guy. was nice to see, but I felt wasted. Uh, yeah. Well, I, and he said he mentioned Cole. I'm not a fan of Cole. I have, mm -hmm. I have felt like he just replaced Johnny Cage, and yeah, but yeah, we ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say it. anything, just but case, I'm just saying right. his character replaced Johnny Cage. I felt if Johnny Cage would have been in this, uh, it would have been repeating the first movie. Essentially, okay, yeah, I agree. So now we're switching over to Forget Paris, uh, the movie review for Forget Paris, real quick. Um, and I'm going to show a quick little trailer, not a long trailer. Um, Mickey, a NBA referee, meets Ellen, an American airline official, uh, in Paris. It develops into a relationship of ups and downs, starring directed by Billy Crystal. Written by Billy Crystal and Lowell Gaines, and also starred Billy Crystal, uh, Deborah Wingram, Joe Montagna, um, and uh, a host of other people, uh, including <laughs> the voice of Marge gonna, Simpson. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, of course, you got to go there. When, he, <laughs> when I first started talking, I'm like, that's totally Marge Simpson. Yeah. And I looked it up, it like, yeah, obvious. yeah. Yeah, it was obvious. I was like, man, I love her voice, though. Yeah, like, it's just, it's just really like, it's like pretty much if Mark Simpson was a real person was was in this movie. Yeah, and like because because the same lady does the voice of Marge and her sisters, and so you can just that yeah. raspy. Yeah, it just it's, a, it's it's iconic. It is an iconic voice. Yeah, but um, all right. Well, as I always do at this time, I'm turning over to Brandon. To hit you with them numbers. He's gonna hit me. He's I'm not. Hit gonna, me. I'm gonna literally hit you. I like you, Brandon. Oh, I appreciate that, Aaron. <laughs> It's got a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. 50% uh, like this on Rotten Tomatoes. Letterboxd gives it a 3 out of 5. And 84% like it on Google. What's the uh, um, audience? Rotten, yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score. Eventually. He's pressing it. Maybe. I'm pressing it. Maybe it's up. It's loading. 56% oh, audience score. Oh, it's terrible. You know, I'm so surprised by it because I like this movie so much. Uh, real quick, let me hit you with a bit of a trailer for the movie, and we'll be right 
back just shortly. We're not going to go all the way in. Maybe I got married too fast. Oh, there's no such thing as too fast or too slow. It's whenever it's right. Well, you did move a little fast. I wasn't looking for anybody, but he just came along. Mickey. No basket! No basket! After the bus! Are you crazy? No, you didn't get it off track. What's the You didn't get it off track. He was so different than the ones I knew. He's adorable. Every time I see him, I want to pick him up and give him a hug. You're out of here, Kareem. What are you doing? This is my farewell game. Come on, let me be the first to say farewell. I love being a referee. Wake up, Angela. I'm dead. I hate your gun. I hope you die. All right. That's all I'm going to show of it. So the gist of this movie pretty much is Billy Crystal uh, flies to Paris uh, to bury his father, who was um, who was in Normandy, um, who, uh, you know, the D-Day invasion, I guess. Yeah. I don't know war. But yeah, he was there, <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and he's the only one who survives uh, amongst his comrades. And so he uh, decides we got more comic playing up at the time. I don't know war. Yeah, I don't know war. <laughs> but uh, uh, so he uh, he flies, He goes with to bury his dad, and they then the airlines lose his father. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was his father. That was it was. <laughs> he said. He said. Uh, it's my fa- my favorite little line that he says right there is, "If I was Hitler, you'd give me my father." It's true. They would. But yeah, he's just like, um, just it just feels like a Billy Crystal comedy. But uh, it does. It, it feels. It is. A it is. But you know. Comedy. But you. Can, but it feels like it's. Uh, it feels along the lines of like say city slickers and stuff like in the sense yeah. of. You know, you can feel you can feel his heart in the project. Well, I mean, he wrote it. Yeah. So, I mean, Brandon, <laughs> come on, man, say something, Brandon, other than smart Ellie remarks. <laughs> no, That's fine. what I get paid to do. You don't get paid. We don't get paid, man. <laughs> well, we have it's, made thirty-three dollars. This is pro bono. But oh, yeah. yeah, but uh, go ahead though. But I, you know, it, it does feel like Billy. It, he wrote it. Uh, he did everything but direct it, I believe. I think no, he, he did direct it. He directed it he too. Was, oh my god, I said he directed it. I didn't see that on the credits, but uh, all right, yeah, this is this is definitely a Billy Crystal uh, project. project, yeah. yeah. So, and he says he's good in the movie, like it's he's not lazy in the movie no, at all. No, he's he's really good, he's he's on his comedic timings. Uh, it's like I would say one of his better performances. Comedy wise, yeah, th- like since maybe City Slickers, mm-hmm. and I know this was like maybe done five years after City Slickers, but this yeah. is an old movie. But uh, he was on, and I haven't seen a lot of his comedies, like I haven't seen My Giant or um, this is your first time seeing this film, yeah, first time. Like, I like Billy, but he's never been one of my favorites. He hasn't been your go to like Robin, he ain't Robin, but <laughs> yeah, he ain't Robin, but but, he, but he's, he's funny, he's, he's funny. He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of Robin, he just uh, he's up on the screen there. But uh, yeah, uh, in Birdcage, Bird yeah. yeah, that's man, but, that's, that's classic Robin. But uh, but yeah, no, Billy is uh, like in this movie. I love the idea of like the premise of how because all right, so we got to set it up. Uh, you have Joe Montagna yeah, with, his, with his fiance in a restaurant, and they talk about how they met over yeah uh, while they're uh, waiting for him. Yeah, a fact. So. Uh, she faxed him, and the fax, uh, the fax was off by a digit, 
and he faxed her back to correct it, and then they start faxing one another, and now they are in love and yeah. about to get married. And they thought this is the strangest way possibly anyone could ever meet someone. And then yeah, it's it's crazy that they met because they lost his father <laughs> at yeah. the airport. <laughs> explain what that, explain what I mean by losing his father. Uh, he got misplaced. <laughs> In an, uh, what was another country, right? Yeah, they, 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 they sent him to Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. And just, but in the meantime, while you know he doesn't, after he, he buries his father, she shows up because she's like, no one should bury their father alone. Yeah. So uh, he de- he's supposed to leave, and he doesn't leave. He ends up staying in Paris because he because he like really was smitten by her. Yeah. And and uh, he he feels like well since I'm here. Uh, I should see some stuff. And she, he says, do y'all have anything? And she's like, yeah, we got stuff. And then he like, she's like, would you like to see the Eiffel Tower? And he's like, oh, that's here? Yeah. But, you know, and then, like, just, they just, it's just a beautiful montage of him seeing everything. That, I love the line of, got anything else? After he sees the Eiffel Tower, like, that's nothing. It's, yeah. yeah, what else you got? Yeah, we got some more stuff. I also you love know, the line. Mona where Lisa? Yeah, I love the line where he says, it's like New York, but different. You know, it's just it's just different. I love that man. He, he's got some like very funny moments and very sweet moments and mm-hmm. very tender moments, and uh, I love that. I, uh, if it was a very charming rom com. Yeah, it really was. And um, and I heard a reviewer on uh YouTube mentioning because there's not really many reviews on this movie on YouTube, and so one that I found he's talked about uh, imagine. If you know, if Romeo and Juliet, which is like one of the greatest romance in history, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid you're gonna jump out the window. Yeah, I don't know what you're gonna do, but yeah, he says, What if uh, Romeo and Juliet wasn't truly uh, the romantic movie, like that, their, their whirlwind romance? What happens after the credits roll and they didn't die? You know, how yeah. would that be? And this is like, like, so what if, you know, those romantic comedies where people get together and it's sore, what happens after the honeymoon and the marriage begins, you know, and it's just really great. And it's in it and they have genuine real moments, but it has a lot of great comedic moments in this movie. Um, So we mentioned, um, I don't know if we mentioned on air or we mentioned it prior, but so the movie starts with um, a lady at a keyboard, and you think, well, maybe a church or whatever, and then like it pans yeah. to reveal like they are at uh, they are in uh, Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona, Game so, Six of the Western Conference Finals with the uh, Phoenix Suns and my boy Charles Barkley. Um, I'm a huge Barkley fan, and uh, and playing the um, the David Robinson, David Robinson and, and the Spurs. Yeah. Um, before there's a Tim Duncan, there's a David Robson. And so, oh yeah. And so in this game, um, it starts off with the coach. He's telling them, all right, we got like, uh, like five points, five seconds or 10 seconds on the board or whatever, like a little bit of time, a little bit, yeah. enough, enough time to inbound it and get a good shot and shoot. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're going to give the ball to Charles Barkley <laughs> and Charles Barkley get, gets it. He's trying to find the shot. And he pulls off a, a perfect release, and uh, the basket goes in. They celebrate. Then all of a sudden, you hear a whistle, and here reveals Billy Crystal as the referee, Mickey. And he's like, "No basket." 
It was after it was after the the buzzer. Shot didn't count. And this is before replay. Before replay, <laughs> and and um he he pretty the people like the security guy said I don't want to protect you but I will. Yeah, you know what? Uh, what another thing I love about this movie is the era it's in, especially with basketball. In my opinion, the best era mm-hmm. of the NBA. Like 90s, yeah. Yeah, uh, this was the 90s. A, well, you had a young Jordan. You had a young, you're still on fire. Uh, you had a young Shaquille O'Neal just now getting in the league. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the best era, in my opinion. Uh, of entertainment, but good basketball. Mm-hmm. Hard basketball. Not today's basketball. Not sissy ball. <laughs> Wimpy ball. Uh, today's is, I mean, it's it's okay, it's entertaining, but it's 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 just not as good. I mean, the players are, are good, but they're just, it's missing the '90s attitude. Yeah. But uh, I love that, that that these players, David Robinson, Charles Barkley, he was which, really in his movie. Yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar shows up, uh, which is hilarious because he was uh, definitely uh, past his retirement. Reggie, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller's in the movie. Yeah. Uh, they show footage of Michael Jordan yeah, dunking uh, on somebody. And uh, <laughs> there's um, uh, like, yeah, not only Reggie. Uh, Spud Webb. Spud Webb. Yeah. I, I love that line. It says, you're the only one I can talk to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's, oh man. So uh, this man, I love the aspect of seeing real NBA players and they're not fictitious players. Like there's Thunder Dan Marley. Kevin Johnson. Uh, Kevin Johnson. Uh, it's just, it was just really good just to see this. And this is my, I'm, I'm, I'm getting giddy because I love the Suns at this time. Uh, I really was a huge Charles Barkley fan, and um, and was really like I rooted for him against Jordan. <laughs> I know how weird that is. I rooted for him against Jordan. I rooted for everybody against Jordan. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, even, but so I was so mad when they lost to Jordan. Uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, I think. Sir Charles is yeah. only appearance in the finals. Yeah. But uh but yeah, no, uh this movie. Um and Billy Crystal seemed like he would have he would be a referee. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he felt like a real referee. Yeah. Someone you could really hate as a fan. I mean <laughs> But he caught it. But that's just the point too. He caught the shot right. It was off. He, it, like he, he hadn't yet released the ball when the buzzer went off. I believe the rule is, and y'all can correct me, Bill Dozer, if you're still watching. Y'all can correct me. I believe that the ball has to be off your fingers by time, out of your hands by time the buzzer goes. And yeah. if it's just like, and he was just like one tenth of a second, just released it. Yeah. And so the shot didn't count. And it so it's very controversial. Very controversial. It's game six at the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah. The Suns win. They go on to the NBA Finals. I mean, yeah. It doesn't get any more controversial than that, and we never find out who won the series. Well, we know that it wasn't. We know that it wasn't uh, San uh, the Spurs because San Antonio later pops up uh, playing. Uh, uh, who who did who did who did we see? I want to say is Reggie Miller the Pistons Pacers the so Pacers yeah Pacers oh well we see the Pistons as well yeah we do uh, Isaiah yeah, gets yeah, thrown out see, we see Isaiah uh, in uh, Kareem's farewell game yeah he gets thrown out because he's laughing. Oh, we got it. We got to talk about it. anyway. <laughs> so he, uh, so he's a referee. She's a, uh, she's pretty much a manager at a airport in France, and they come back to the United States, and uh, she leaves her job to come back for him, mm-hmm. and uh, and Mickey doesn't really see anything wrong with. It. He's he's a he's a creature of habit. Like he goes to eat, he always gets veal parmesan. 
Uh, he never gets anything different. He goes see a movie. He doesn't really change. Only thing in life that made him want to change was at the Paris. He wanted to go to museums. He wanted to go to a museum, art museum. <laughs> and friends was I, like, what? I feel that, man. I want to go to an art museum, too. <laughs> oh, but we, we didn't even bring this up. We were mentioning it. We went away from it. So, essentially, this whole movie is being told to by, by way of a story yeah. to the fiancé of Joe Montaigne, uh, who uh, is about, is at a dinner. Uh, she's waiting to wait for all the rest of the friends to come. Uh, and uh, one of the guests is going to be Mickey. And so, at the whole movie, you're wondering if Mickey and Ellen is going to show up together because she ta- he tells her, her the story of how they met, and then uh, she's so happy and stuff like that. And then, like, another couple shows up, and they're like, well, you know, then they, they had problems. <laughs> That's when Marge Simpson shows up. Where yes. Uh, the guy from My Girl and... Uh, yeah, the dad. Um, he played in... Uh, he, he's he been in a lot of stuff, man. I, I think he was in Leviathan, or... Yeah, he was in... I think he was also in uh, uh, Predator. Not Predator, uh... He was an alien. I want to say he's also an alien. Well, maybe it's alien. No, no. He was in. Uh, he was in. Um, I love the guy though. He's he, in both he, my girl he, films. He was in. He was in. Uh, the thing. He's in the thing. Yes, he is in the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's why I, I was trying to think because you, you know he's a lot older in this movie, but is he still in it? I wonder. Um, I think so. I think so. But yeah, um, yeah. He, uh, man. Uh, so tell about that yeah. part. Yeah, they get there. It's like, oh, are they are they coming together? It's you know, it's like, well, what do you mean together? It's like, ooh, it didn't. Mm-mm. <laughs> Richard Mauser. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, so he starts telling the story of when things started to fall apart for him, and she wanted to go he's back a, to he's in license to drive. He's a, yes, he's a father in license to drive, and I'm marking out because of it. <laughs> I totally forgot that he was a father. In I did too. To drive. Oh man, it's awesome. Um, yeah, he. he uh, He's telling the story about how things start to fall apart because she wants to go back to work and and eventually move to Texas. She has a horrible job working for the same airline, but like in like customs or something. Like she's in like the lowest level. I feel that. You know, like working at Walmart, man, it was it was horrible. I imagine so. Nobody likes Walmart, but uh, nobody. Nine people have worked at Walmart. I know this, (laughs) but uh. But no, uh, she has that job. Mickey back on the road, uh, and but she is miserable because she yeah. wants to go back to work. Yeah, uh, uh, totally and, understandable. And so, uh, so what happens is Mickey then decides to take a leave of absence from the NBA uh, and become a car dealer, which is terrible. Not only that, they move her father in, and we got to show you him. a little bit of the father. Now, if you ever seen um uh National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He was the uncle uh in that movie. He's also on the show Wings. He's he's also on the show Wings. He you're gonna recognize he's a very recognizable actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. I believe he's passed away now. I'm yeah. pretty sure the man's dead by now. He was like at least eighty in this movie. Um but yeah let me show you real quick the dad. You age friend you lie you ain't friend. You got it. Toyota. 
the whole thing but yeah you asked for it you, you got, got it, it. Yeah. i hurt my nose <laughs> i guess you didn't ask for it but uh um, not properly <laughs> but uh yeah so um oh uh, I, and you know it's funny i just looked up the guy's name okay i'm, I'm gonna mention him that's it, it, he pretty much doesn't have lines in this movie other than that i'm pretty uh, sure the william dude. hickey I'm pretty sure they just like that. Nineteen ninety-seven, like short, like two years after this movie. Do your thing. Don't even give this man a script. Just let him. Just let him. Because, and I mean, if you've seen him in anything, it just feels like it's not scripted. <laughs> and and actually, actually, I felt that he stole the show. Like yeah. when he was on screen. I think that's what he does or did do. I mean, he's he was just he was a comic genius mm-hmm. for someone that wasn't a lead. In anything he did, I don't think he was leaving anything. Even in but National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation, he was. Uh, what you're seeing is just uh, what's name from the, the Space Center, or whatever. He throws the, you know, he blows up. But I want to say he's also in Grumpy Old Men. Yeah, he's also he did a voice in uh uh, uh what they they said uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, he was just a. Uh, you know, God rest his soul. But yeah, he was just so memorable in there. You, and we often relate to having someone in your life that you'd be like, you know, like just like he, the way that he did it, you like, or being in a situation where you uh, around someone that you, you know, are kind of a little bit more quirkier than you are. You just, or you know, I feel like he's pointing at me without saying it. <laughs> What makes you think that? No, it's funny. But uh, but no, no. I just really thought that he was really great in this movie. Um, um, what did you think about? Now, did you geek at it all or mark at it all when you seen the voice of the lady plays Marge Simpson? I was like, when it when she first came on, I was like, man, she sounds like Marge Simpson. I was like, and she just kept on talking. I just kept on smiling. You know, I just like. So, man, this is awesome. But I marked out at quite a few scenes, though. I mean, quite a few. Oh man, the dialogue in this movie, like, in, so the dialogue is very crisp. Um, like in the dinner scenes when uh when uh Richard um, Mouser uh when he's talking, his wife is Marge Simpson voice lady, but uh she's talking. Uh, they're talking about how uh Ellen got like a um safety man to you know drive across town with because she's oh, afraid yeah, of being by yeah. herself and then like she says oh yeah that's great my my sister has one of those and nobody bothers her he says sure i'm sure that's the reason yeah it was <laughs> yeah it was, it, oh, was, it, was it was a good funny moment it was i mean the, the whole the whole scenario though of them telling a story was i felt was brilliant mm-hmm. it was i thought it was a smart great to way tell, of introducing it. yeah like introducing billy's character uh deborah's character uh and then you 
you see them interact with each other. And it felt to me, it felt like a real relationship. Mm -hmm. Like beginning, it's perfect. Uh, get to the middle, it's not so perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then of course, the end of their relationship, it's 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 a it's a disaster. Just you know, waiting to happen, and and it's messy. It is messy. And, uh, it is. And, and, and there's any no relationship real, that falls apart is messy. Yeah, it's no simple fix, you know, and things like that. Like I like how. Also, I like how everybody that shows up at the dinner. It, there's so many things about this dinner scene. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the dinner scene is pretty like it's it's how it's narrated, but it's narrated by way of the story being told to this lady, and um, and and even the waiter pops up and he's like, I thought because he's been listening to the story too. Yeah, yeah. So everybody pretty much has really like learned of this their story, uh, and. Um, so every time another guest pops up, they come with a little bit more information. So Joe had his little bit of information, but he wanted to leave it there with the romantic and didn't really want to dive into the uh, bitterness that happened within the relationship. But then when Richard and Marge shows up, uh, they pretty much was like, oh, well, are they still together? You know, and then she's like, what do you mean by that? And then, like, tell. and then like and then like then like they dive into what happened after they get back from Paris and you know and after the honeymoon and goes over that part and then uh whenever uh, the other referee guy shows up who's pretty much a prick <laughs> he shows oh, you up. don't like him uh, I always remember him from the rock the movie the rock oh really uh yeah with, I seen him in some mud more stuff yeah he's been in a few things but I, that that movie itself it just remind because he almost loses his hand because of the great Sean Connery. Uh, God rest his soul. But, you know, Sean Connery. yeah, I mean, but anyway, but that guy, yeah, him, uh, he was good. You, you thought he was a prick. Yeah, uh, I think that's what his character is supposed to come off that way. He's supposed to come off as a, as a I just looked at that scene where he ordered it and he said he didn't know what he ordered. <laughs> you know, he said something. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I thought that he was because he, you know, he refers to his wife as Mrs. Jack, the second Mrs. Jack, oh, you yeah. know, and, uh, and, you know, and it just seems like he's pretty, he's more like, uh, just, he's blue, you know what I mean? Like, he's very, like, he's not really rude, but he just like, he's just, that's just who he is. Yeah. But the, every character in here, nobody's a throwaway character. No. And, uh, but I love how, like, they was, they were telling the story, and that's telling more of the bitterness of the story, you know. That makes sense. Yeah, since he's a prick. Yeah, he is a prick. <laughs> but uh, but just in in the whole time, uh, she said like one of them said, "Did you not tell him? You, you what did you talk, tell him about the baby?" And then like uh, yeah. they started talking about everything else. She says, "If somebody don't tell me about that baby, I'm gonna kill someone," <laughs> you know. And then like they start telling her about the baby, so they try to they try to get pregnant. And, uh, yeah, I've never experienced anything like that. I don't think I could take that. And uh, she she that she couldn't have kids, but uh, she was gonna do artificial insemination. Um, and uh, but Mickey also, um, I think it was selfish of him uh, to like. He says he just couldn't do it there, and he drove all oh, the way yeah. home and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that wasn't right. That wasn't smart. That was dumb yeah on his part that he, he drove home he felt more comfortable doing it at home and 
you know, it's he, he pretty it much made, and also it seems like he made light of he made light of a lot of stuff, you know, um, which that's how it came across to me. Is he would make light of uh, you know this the things that she she'll want to like do things like uh like you know like whenever they go to the ballet uh, not ballet but say uh, opera and see like Phantom of the Opera stuff like that he pretty much is like yeah school days school days days you know he just like and he's like yo the Bill Palmer drama is good you know it just really is and you know like setting his ways that's what I was gonna say was setting his ways yeah and and and, uh, and so at one point uh, the last really big blow up came when she uh, her job offered her uh, to move to Texas for a promotion mm-hmm. and he said no my our home is my, my home is in LA I, and he says you want to talk about as much a uh, sacrifice for us and which is a low ball because uh, in reality I'm in her corner because she uh, in reality, she sacrificed a lot for him. She literally moved continents, you yeah. know, to come to be with him. Gave up her job. Then she just, when he gave up his, didn't really give up his job. He put it on hold, and her job picked up, and he was wasn't happy. So he went back to work. Yeah. But he really wasn't happy doing that either, because no. she wasn't happy, and um, yeah, so. Yeah, and like when she leaves, because if he doesn't go to Texas, she's going back to France. Yeah. So she ends up leaving, and he goes back to work. What's the reason she gave? She said, tell tell the reason that she said that. Uh, she said why she suggested Texas first, but then she ultimately wanted, was going to go to Paris. Uh, and she suggested Texas because they would be together. But if he wasn't going to come, she was just going to go to Paris to be, be by herself. Absolutely. She said that. She felt that it was unfair of her to ask him to move back to Paris with her. Yeah. So she would sacrifice and take the job in Texas. Yeah. Instead of Paris. Absolutely. I mean, and yeah. So, I mean, you look at it, it was. I it was. I hate on pop. <laughs> it was. It was. I could definitely see her side of it to it more mm-hmm. uh, than than Mickey's, but I don't know. It. He was stubborn. Yeah. Very stubborn, and uh, like you see, like you said, he was setting his ways. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but it's Billy Crystal, I and mean, you kind of want him to be stubborn. You yeah, want to laugh. He is a at what happens next. His humor is a sarcastic humor. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 also a precocious. Like you really, like you just you feel you feel happiness when you see Billy Crystal. You do. You know. Uh, you know he's he's. Easily one of my favorite comedian comedic actors. Uh, he'll be he'll be in the top ten list. I would say. Um, comedic actors. Yeah, of comedic actors. Yeah, I consider him like one of one of he's one of the best comedic actors um, that has ever done it. Um, now the best would probably be Robin Williams, hands down, uh, because Robin had such a dynamic about himself that. Um, and but now I go back and watch Robin. We stop playing with the dog. I'm not trying to. <laughs> he thinks you're playing with him, but um, coming from my water. Well, don't let him get your water, Jaws. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, I feel like I was talking about Robin real quick. I think that Robin had such a he's you can see his comedy, but then when I go back and watch him, 
I see his pain beneath everything. That's why he was so good at going very painful. Yeah. And uh, because it was a reflection of who he truly was and what was going on with him. Um, but um, but easily Robin Williams would probably be the greatest comedic actor to ever live, in my opinion, or at least one of them. James Stewart is up there for sure. Oh, his comedy? No, he's, he, but he has. I haven't seen a ele- lot of his comedies. Has, but Harvey has, is really good. Yeah. Just throwing it out there for people that haven't seen Harvey. If you can find it, check it out. It's 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 marvelous. I guess it's James, it really is. Jimmy I gave it five stars. I love James. I love Jimmy Stewart though. Jimmy makes me happy. I'm having a bad day. Put in a Jimmy Stewart movie and I'm I'm happy instantly. The guy just he makes he does me it for you. He does it for me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but no, Jim Jim Stewart did. Um, but yeah, they should have cloned him. Uh, no, no. I think we need the need the original, and we you know don't need him, but. Either. We do actually needing but, today's uh, actors, man. Yeah, but <laughs> my point was this: uh, as we got one viewer now, but um, I feel like the uh, I feel like this movie was just a great romantic comedy that that um, did it in a different way. You know, it's not like your traditional romantic comedy film. Yeah. Uh, where you know you're going along with the journey, like this, everything that you're seeing on screen has already happened over mm-hmm. the course of years, and um, and it's just being told to this lady. Why we're at the end, you know, obviously uh, it, it brings up something. Go, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Every time someone comes in the room with this lady, she's crying. She says, "Why does every why does every woman you have cry?" Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody says it that she's always crying. Well, well he always made. Uh, 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 I guess he, um, Joe Mant- Montagna. Um, I don't. Even, I'm not. I don't even know his name in this movie, but Joe Montagna. He every woman that he's with ends up crying. Yeah. And so uh, it's just like his little thing, and he's um, he he's about to get married, and, and you can see in the backstory when they tell the story, like he always le- leaves out the fact. He always says like. Oh, when he called me, I was home sleeping, but he was really with this other woman. Yeah. Or or I was, you know, with him at the time, and, but he leaves out the point that he was with another woman. Uh, but this woman was special. This woman that he's with special, is special. And um, and he, you know, th- he has his own little things that he's dealing with. Like, he's about to get married. And, and in the movie, there's one part where he's like, the difference between me and you, Mickey, is the fact that you're married, and I'm still pretty much a bachelor. I can do what I want, da, da, da. but you, you know, you got to do this and this, you know. And uh, now he is that guy, Rodan, Rodan. Um, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> I just wonder, though, like, how many years apart was this when he was on the phone with a, with a woman? Because um, that could actually confuse the audience. Like, the... Uh, I didn't pick up on that. I mean, I know he's with a woman. I just assumed it was the same woman he was marrying. No, no, no. It was a different woman. It was a blonde. I didn't pay attention to her. Yeah, you're right. She was blonde. And the woman he's marrying is not. Yeah, every time it shows another woman that he's with, it was always a blonde. Um, oh, this is streaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, uh, but yeah. I had to buy it. I got it. <laughs> I got it as well, but, you know, I choose to stream it. But uh, anyway... 
Um, I I love the heartfelt. So at the end, oh, there's my boy David Robinson. Uh, David Robinson was such a goat. People, people, he's underrated. Um, but uh, him and him and Stockton. No, no, no. That's a that's that's, uh, that's not the same one. David Robinson and uh, who was his little Avery Johnson? Yeah. Um, but no, but. <laughs> Oh man. man, it's sad that I just knew that right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, but um, my NBA knowledge is gold. But for the nineties, not today though. Yeah, but uh, but no, I think I that tell um, you the point guard is today. No, but I do want to say this though. I think that the uh, like so everything. Whenever we get back to Mickey and his story, you know, and you see like within their relationship. Like I think that they they made a great couple together uh, in this movie. They were believable as a couple. Yeah, they were, and yeah. you were rooting for them. But I actually thought at one point in time this was going to be a, like a real life rom com. Like they weren't actually going to end up together. It, well, and that's that's the point. I want to bring that up too. So I actually had a end, conversation at, about at, this last night. At the, end, at the end of the movie, uh, so after she leaves to go to Paris and he leaves to go to Sacramento. Uh, for the game, um, you know, uh, time has passed. Now they're back at the table, and the girl is like so sad because, for all she knows, they didn't make it. They yeah. weren't. They didn't make it together. And she's so sad and hurt, and she's crying and snotting and everything. <laughs> and um, and uh, you know, and they wonder where where Mickey is because they're in New York, and the Knicks game. Is uh going over? <laughs> Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Uh, look at Patrick. He had no lines in this movie, but it's just so good to see Patrick Ewing. Uh, Supersonics. Man, that's a team nobody don't hear about because they they are no longer in the NBA. Uh, they actually are the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's the they were bought out, but um, but nobody cares about OKC either. Sorry. Um. Well, no one cares now, but uh, we did care. We did when they had I don't know Durant, Kevin, Kevin Durant, uh, Westbrook, Harden, yeah, Harden. Yeah, they had squad. Uh, yeah, uh, Serge Ibaka. They had like a good little squad. And last year they had Chris Paul. Yeah, then he's no longer there either. He's yeah. with the Suns, who were doing really well. You like you like the Phoenix Suns? So I, I, I should go back. On, I haven't watched NBA. Today. They're in the playoffs. Okay, I didn't know. No, I, I didn't show on LA to win. But anyway, I don't think they're going to. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so. Uh, they were like, well, what's ha what's taking them? Uh, the game should have been wrapped by now. Some guy comes up to the table, hey, y'all want to know what happened to, at the Knicks game? I just love that Billy's dancing when uh, Reggie Miller got the ball. Well, well you see when uh, when the, one of the girls walked by, uh, he says he said uh, he said uh, I was with your woman last night. Reggie Miller is such a oh, you know, um, I know I'm all over the place, but I re really got to say this. New York Knicks hated Reggie Miller's guts. They hated Reggie Miller. Uh, good reason. Yeah, Reggie. But Reggie <laughs> is so good. Reggie is so good. Uh, that that impossible shot where he got it and then got the ball back and then got shot again. Impossible. Oh, so it was good. it was deadly from three. So good. Uh, Reggie Reggie is easily like one of the greatest uh, three point shooters in the history of the NBA. Um, choke. He, he did that. To, he did that to Spike. Uh, but yeah. A technical foul. Oh, oh hey, hey. Uh, Mitch Richmond. Yeah. Chris Mullen. Oh, man. Yeah, you're, 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 90, <laughs> you're 90 dollars, bro. Spud! 
Do you like Spud because he is so small and he can dunk? Yeah, Spud was awesome. Okay. You remember Spud? Yeah, everybody remembers Spud well. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so at the end of this, so so at the end of the movie, um, <laughs> this is. Uh, so this is the it's the one where he uh, uh, oh, he kicks out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his farewell, farewell game um, in Detroit. This this takes place in Detroit, which uh, you know makes no sense. Well, the, you know I can understand that. Whenever uh, like when when Kobe was retiring or Jordan, wherever they were, man, they just showed them some honor and stuff because you know it's big when those players go, man. You want to show some respect. You want to show some respect to a Jordan, to a Kobe. To a, a Ray Allen, you know what I'm saying? Like to yeah, put Ray in there. I like Ray Allen. I'm a Celtics fan too. But but you know yeah. who he's not gonna mention? He's not gonna mention LeBron. No, not yet. Maybe in years. What <laughs> you give him the, the, the finger? But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, anyway. Um, so Kurt Rambis giving him his goggles. Yep. But uh, anyway, there is um. At the end of this movie, uh, they um, he's like the dude's playing the saxophone and he's thinking about Paris. He tried to forget Paris. He tried to he started thinking about Paris and his time specifically with her in Paris. And he tells uh, his coaching buddy who was in uh, who was in Tales from the Hood. Uh, he was the dude that came back to kill the police officers, uh, the zombie guy. But anyway, um, he. <laughs> He, uh, I don't know. You should watch these movies, bro. But anyway, <laughs> we went there. <laughs> I, I gotta tell who people are. But anyway, um, <laughs> look, look. Oh, real quick, he kicks Kareem out, and he, for no reason. That was just such a bad thing to give him a technical foul. Look at Isaiah laughing. <laughs> but if it, let me be the first to say farewell. <laughs> okay, let me first. Farewell. <laughs> it's like I love it. And then like Isaiah, he, he gives him a technical and throws him out. He, he said they throw out like every both coaches, some of the bench, and the guy that pours the cheese on the nachos. <laughs> just great, just great writing. Um, look, um, Lambar, Lamb Lambert, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Throw him out too. I mean, just throwing everybody out. He just—he's gone completely the, mad. The Pistons at this point weren't really that good. All right, this the Pistons is, at this point weren't real. You know, because because uh, Isaiah left in like 88, 89. He 88, left. 89, no, no, he left in 90, early 90s, early 90s. 90, 92. So yeah. around that. Because Jordan. I mean, Jabbar was not playing in 95. No. So, but, I mean, it, but, but it doesn't actually say the year for this movie. No. So they can make well, it work. It, it doesn't have to be 95. It, like, clearly, if they met. They probably met back in eighty something, yeah. And it went over the course of so many years, um, you know, which I guess there, there's a Subaru in here at one point they were driving. Uh, but anyway, so they, uh, they uh, I just love seeing that. But all right, so they, uh, they, he ends up about to leave the game, and at the same time she finds him at the game, and then they just share a moment and and. and kiss and then the woman is like oh my god it's gotta be them it's gotta be them you know yeah and then uh and then she's crying and then that's when he pops up at the end in person it's like why every woman you're with oh he's crying and then like <laughs> she's like hey here's mick and there's ellen and then like she goes and gives him the biggest hug like yeah. she knows them 
and they're looking at her like, who is this lady? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it was a great moment, though. Oh, I, actually, I uh, I got a little weepy. Um, got a little weepy. I'm, I, I'm proud of you, Aaron, to get a little weepy, finally. Yeah, well, it's I'm a human. Uh, I, I love romantic comedies. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a huge romantic comedy fan. Um, he loves the romance. I love the romance. I guess maybe I just we need to review The Notebook, then. Why would you go there? <laughs> he just said he loved the romance. But it's a romance. It's not a romantic comedy. It's a romance. All right. Two different genres, bro. 51st Dates. Such a waste of movie. What are you doing? It's Sandler. It's Drew. I know, but if you're gonna, I just bought it today. That's why. If you're gonna do <laughs> a Sandler, no. If you're gonna do a Sandler and Drew, you gotta do, uh, you gotta do uh, the the wedding singer. It's the it's the don't have iconic, the singer. That's the most iconic. I know it's the most iconic, but I don't have it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, but you, you, I guess you're gonna be getting it. If I when I find it, I'll get it. Yeah, but yeah, okay, I can be, I can do with Harry Miss Sally, but you know, yeah, it's Billy, and yeah. it's my girl Meg. But we already done did a Billy, so we can't do another Billy. Well, I know. We got to wait to do Billy. I mean, I, I know all that. I'm just saying, you know, I, I bought it today. <laughs> what else did you buy, Brandon? Since we're on oh, this Oh, man. Start of Echoes. That's I bought you Walking. Got, you got bacon? Yeah, I got bacon. I love bacon. We love bacon. We love Bacon's bacon. been the most uh, influential Fit, actor. Most reviewed person yes. on this show, on this, on this podcast. One day, we will get Kevin Bacon on the show. I agree. Uh, it's what happened. It's, it's going to happen. Do anybody know him and no contacts? Please, <laughs> please hook, hook don't, up. don't do that. <laughs> we, will, we will review we, Bacon. We just said we will get him. I'm not asking if people know him. I've seen him. Uh, I can't see him. <laughs> I can't see him. That's funny. Anyway, all right. So at the end of this movie, I brought that up to bring this up too. So although they end up at the restaurant together, and uh, he orders the the uh, veal, not parmigiana, but veal something, piccata, something like that, veal piccata. It was something different. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> he orders something different, and they like, oh, uh, that's great. You know, uh, it's not really a, implied that they will work out. I mean, you would hope they worked out, but who knows what happens after that? Yeah, you know. I, I feel you. But it's such. I mean, it's it's such a real ending, though. I think I I think it's such a real ending. Even though you know people going on the NBA court, she there's no way she could have made it on the NBA court. Nah, <laughs> you know, that's Hollywood. But other than that, and maybe the ending itself, I felt was a realistic rom com. Like I felt like that this would have really happened over time. And I felt like everybody that's at that table were like. Uh, friends, it, it, it did seem like though the referee, the referee uh, was being introduced to, um, you know, Joe Montana. Which it would be like, weird like, because they, they're they they're at the games together. So, but it would be weird. But I guess they don't really they don't really know each other as well as yeah. say Joe Montana, the dude from the thing, and uh, that that group knows each other. I don't know why the referee. It, this is not a plot hole, but I'm just now curious as to why would the referee be at this dinner? Is it because because she's not because he's not really friends with Joe. That's true. And his wife, no, they're not friends with Joe. They're all friends with Billy. But it's not Billy's but, dinner. But it's not Billy's <laughs> dinner. So why would they be there? 
Because they, they needed somebody to carry that the third yeah, story. They needed it. That's they why bring they're it there. to the third act. Guess That's why? why they're there. That's the only reason. There's like no legitimate reason why that like for because we've never seen them at all interact in this movie. Yeah, the other referee wasn't there. No, like no. Yeah, he wasn't there. Why wasn't he invited? I don't know. I'm not gonna say why. But... Don't you dig? Don't you go there? Don't. <laughs> We've got one through one episode now where you didn't go there. I'm not gonna go there. He's but, gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. But uh, yeah. So. He's gonna pull but, it. No, 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 no. But seriously, uh, <laughs> like this is now. This is the only plot hole I can really think about in this movie. Is there is no real, real reason for that referee, the prick referee, and his wife. To be at that dinner, and then it, it would have made sense. It uh, it wouldn't be an issue if he had not introduced himself to Joe. They they introduced themselves. Remember, mm-hmm. Th- that does doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to you. Why would they be there? That's a question, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think people look for plot holes during watching movies instead no. of inter- being entertained by? It's no, a legitimate no, question. No, no, I was I was really. Entertained by this movie, this is now after the fact. I think about this plot hole. I know people that will watch a movie and look for plot holes. I know. I think I probably know those people too. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh my god. But yeah. No. That's not what I was going for. Eh? But yeah, I mean, we all know some people that would. Uh, but there are people that just genuinely just look to, for the plot holes. Essentially, so they can tear it apart. Essentially. They're like the people that was in Galaxy Quest that just went to the convention just to yeah. rip, yeah. rip the cast. Not really to be there to celebrate them or to get autographs, but just to be punks. Oh, man. I just I know there's people out there like that. Yeah. No, that's not so me. Was, that's it, was not, a, it was a legitimate question. Yeah, no, no. That's if not, you agree that there were people like that. I agree that there is people like that. I personally am not like that. I like uh, Now, if there's a movie, so I'm going to talk about it real quick. All right, so I just recently watched the uh, Robin Roberts presents Mahalia Jackson, uh, or Mahalia. It's about Mahalia Jackson. She was a legendary gospel singer uh, that came up, um, you know, she was born in 1927, but she was really, she revolutionized the gospel music industry. She was pretty much known as the queen of gospel, kind of like Aretha is the queen of soul. She's the queen of gospel. She always sung gospel. She didn't, she didn't stray from that. But what I didn't like about that movie is it doesn't uh, it doesn't define time like like when the story progresses like you'll see her talking to somebody and then the story regresses and that she's in a different like she's like at a beauty shop but you think it's within the same day or maybe a different day or so but it's been like twelve years to pass I'm like but and she hasn't aged any and you're like. And so when it's like when the, she adopts a little boy, and, and then like the next scene he's like twenty. I'm like, who's this kid? Who's this person? And she's like, he's like, yeah. my wife was like, that's the little boy. And I'm like, I said, how how would I've known that? <laughs> like, who's that guy? <laughs> you know? Yeah, take you out. Yeah, the movie for the moment. Yeah, and uh, and that's what I think. That's what I think. It's not that you got to dumb it down for us, and and. This movie, Forget Paris, does not dumb it down for you. Uh, but I think that movies should allow you to, um, it should it not nudge you, but 
it shouldn't like you shouldn't have to really think about it or just wonder like how did we get here you know what i mean yeah i agree look there's the laker girls lakers and and they're girls (laughs) yes they are we all stopped talking but anyway uh so you're ready to give the scores for forget past? Hey, I thought that was for a second. That little like what's his name? Uh, uh, Demi Rob, Demi, Demi uh, Moore, Demi Moore, but it's not. But anyway, yeah, I don't uh, think she's ever worked with Billy. Yeah, I'm I don't think she would be a Laker girl anyway. No, I'm ready to give the scores. Um, Go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna give this movie uh, five mark guys out of five. Um, even though everybody else everywhere on the internet didn't give it a score like that i'm gonna give it that score because for i don't know if this is billy's first directorial debut but if it's if it is he did a really good job with it i think the story is solid the bookmark the the uh, bookends of you know telling the story at a restaurant and closing it at the restaurant i think that was great and you kind of from from uh from the characters you meet you get invested in the characters, even the whimpering lady at the restaurant. You get invested in her, and in every and so, I give it five, man. I, I really and and I leave the movie thinking that they survived and had a beautiful marriage. Beauty, just beautiful, Aaron. You should be a poet. I should. <laughs> I will go ahead and give it. Hmm, I'm gonna give it a four point five. Um, I think it's an excellent movie. I think it's a very charming rom-com. Uh, I mean, if you're in the mood for rom-coms, romantic comedies, I think this is one you would want to pop in. If you don't have streaming, that is, and, <laughs> and if you own it. Or if you want to buy it, it's on. It's on. Yeah, Prime, right, but, but if you want to see it free, Tubi TV has it. Tubi. Tubi TV. I, I used to watch Tubi. Yeah. <laughs> I watched some old Michael Dudikoff films on Tubi. Michael Duke. I ain't heard that name in a while. But yeah. Yeah, he hasn't been relevant in 20 years, but probably longer than that. He hasn't been relevant since the American Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but I always, I always Although like, Tubi freezes. Um, but yeah. But no, go ahead. Continue. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that I, looks pretty awesome. Oh, without remorse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it was a very charming film. I thought, you know, Billy was awesome in it. Deborah Winger, who I've, <laughs> I really like an urban cowboy. Leap of Faith with Steve Martin. I haven't seen her in anything lately. Yeah, me either. <laughs> you know, like there, there was this string of uh, leading ladies in the eight nineties, nineties, um, like her, Deborah, Deborah uh, Winger. Winger. Um, what's the name of the girl? The lady. Um, she was in uh, Michael. You know what I'm talking about. You see her face, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's yeah. also in like I want to say uh, multiplicity. Yeah, uh, but yeah, her. Yeah, I can't think of her name. Yeah, just she was in a Saint Emma's Fire Andy, as well. Andy, Andy McDowell. McDowell. Andy McDowell. There you go. Um, yeah, she doesn't but, do a whole yeah, lot. You just like she there was, was a string a... of there. There was like so we and we're gonna talk about it real quick. Romantic comedies. You have your Meg Ryan's, your Julia Roberts, your Sandra Bullock's. Um, Who would you say is the queen of rom com? I would say. I want to give it to Meg Ryan. I do too. Because I mean, I, I, I was gonna say Julia, but I want to give it to Meg because yeah. Meg is Meg. She was a uh, the girl next door. Meg was hey, this we got a romantic comedy movie. We need Meg Ryan. Yeah. We have a romantic comedy movie. We need Tom Hanks. It was just 
And then it became Sandler and Drew. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, you have your, but, but that's my point. Then you have your, um, you know, Deborah Winger. 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 And then you have your Andy McDowell's and, um, you know, those people, like those types that weren't stand out as, you know, but they were, when we saw them, you was like, yeah, yeah, I like, I like seeing them in this, you know? But yeah. Um, yeah, I, it was a, like I said, I mean, the, the, the storytelling, the story structure I thought was excellent. I, I, I think it's all good. I mean, no matter why you're going to watch it, if you are going to watch it and you've never seen it, whether it's because of Billy Crystal or you just, you know, this looks interesting because it looks like an interesting rom-com. Mm-hmm. Whatever the reason you may watch, I think you'll be entertained by it. So I don't really understand the scores. Uh, 50% Rotten Tomatoes, 50 cents audience score. I don't get it. I don't. I don't comprehend that score. Yeah. So yeah. I don't agree with the score either. So, but yeah. I yeah. think it's a really good rom com though. It, only way, only thing, only, and and we'll end it because we didn't went on for it. We didn't think we'd stretch it, but we went in for like an hour. Or so, but uh, I think maybe what it could be is that nobody, nobody's really saw it, or doesn't even know they exist. And then there's. There's some romantic comedies out there that people might not, or whatever type of genre of films, there's movies out there that people just never knew existed. Like, this was your first time seeing it. Yes. Uh, but, you know, me in 95 as a 15 year old kid watching this movie, I was like, I was 15. I was a kid. It is interesting going back watching now as a 41 year old man versus a 15 year old kid. Because uh, now I'm, I, I understand everything oh I, now nothing goes over my head whereas as a kid i was like like there's some jokes in there that i didn't get i didn't get you know like i know i didn't, I, I can't i can't think specifically of anything but everything like made so much sense now i'm like See, oh. i'm just amazed that you watched this as a 15 year old kid yeah. but he said he loved rom-coms so yeah. i've always had always i was it. forced to watch like like Pretty Woman was forced on me. Pretty, it really was. Yeah, Dirty Dancing was forced. Even though that's not a rom com, but it is a love story. Ghost, uh, I was forced to watch that. I was forced to watch these love stories. So later in life, I didn't really, you know, when in my own choice, you know, I didn't pick it. Right. I stuck with comedy, action, and horror. So that, that you know, but you know, when you start dating and all that stuff, you start watching these love hey, stories. And, watch what everybody else watch. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you, my point is, you you get appreciate. I appreciate this film. I really do. I appreciate Billy Crystal's comedy more today than I ever did growing up with him. Because the only really films I could say I watched Billy in was the City Slickers, City Slickers Two, and Father's Day. But they were not because of Billy Crystal. City Slickers is because of Daniel Stern. Really? Yeah, it was. You, you was there for Daniel? Of course. Home Alone got me there, and I never left. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> Home Alone got me there with Daniel, and I, I've, I've always loved him ever since. And um, Father's Day, Robin. I mean, he was there for Robin. I was excited when Robin did Father's Day to work with another comic. Like, I mean, I knew Billy was good, but and he just, I, mean, I love that Billy let Robin just shine 
throughout that movie. You can't, you can't hold Robin. I back. mean, you can't hold him back, but still, you could like if it had been Jim Carrey and Robin, it would have been a complete mess. Listen, I'm gonna because they both would have tried to outshine each other, and it would have been very interesting to watch. I'm not saying that, but it would, the movie would have been a mess. Yeah. And I like Father's Day. And I, I know a lot of people probably don't, but yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna since you mentioned him real quick, I'm gonna go out and say. I'm not as huge a fan now as a grown-up as for as for Jim Carrey as I was as a kid. Ooh, a lot of people aren't though. <laughs> but <laughs> I just feel like, especially when I found out how he did Jerry Lawler, you know, oh, during yeah, the filming, was... it just like it just it's just un- unnecessary. Um, and you know, but he, I really think that's the the actor, him taking. It to another level. Well, you know, there's other people that went from comedy to serious actor, but they don't have to be, you know, maybe feels like he needs to be on all the time. Okay, but, we know folks. Yeah, I, I heard what Lawler said. He said he didn't understand who Andy Kaufman really was. Yeah. He wasn't channeling Andy Kaufman. And obviously Lawler would know more about it than me or you. So, yeah. I mean, but I honestly thought Jim did a fantastic job with that movie. Uh, whether he was challenging him or not, I thought he was excellent in the movie. I do want to say that uh, my other movies I liked of uh, Billy Crystal's is also Analyze This and Analyze That. Um, you was probably there for De Niro. Yeah, I was there for De Niro. Um, but um, yeah, uh, obviously I liked him in. He's in uh, the Princess Princess Bride. Um, he has like a little cameo in there. Um, you know what else he's in? My Giant was great. What? Tooth Fairy. With The Rock? Yep. Really? Yep. Why did I... Yeah, I hadn't seen a movie so long. You don't make us watch it, aren't you? I, I don't have it. Great. Don't ever get it. Uh, well, before, I mean, I have to. It's Dwayne. <laughs> before, before we leave, I'm going to play a quick little trailer of his latest movie here today uh, with him and Tiffany Haddish. I'm not a huge Tiffany Haddish fan. I'm just going to throw that out there. So but we'll be there for Billy. We'll be there for Billy. <laughs> for the first, you'll be there for Billy this time, right? Want up some yeah. laughs? Hell yeah! Thank you for bidding on me in the auction. I am so flattered that somebody your age would be a fan of my work. I don't know who the hell you are. My ex really wanted to meet you, so he bid. How much? Twenty-two. $2,200? That's fantastic. $22. It started at 20 and then it went up in 50 cent increments. I'm a comedy writer. All right, guys, very funny stuff. I also write for Broadway and movies. Why is your face suddenly bigger than it was before? Oh, my God, are you allergic to seafood? Oh, my God. She doesn't have insurance, and she really shouldn't be leaving him by herself. Your daughter is going to be fine. My... Why did you tell the doctor that I was your father? I was a little loopy by then. Are you doing anything right now? No. Want to have some laughs? Come on, queen. Smile, girl. Smile. Marilyn Monroe from The Seven Year Itch. Mm. I'd be itching too if I had hot subway air blowing up my ass. Doctor, thanks for seeing me so late. How's the writing going? It's all of these young kids. In the tradition of George Carlin and Richard Pryor. Somebody's got to talk to Roger about his inflections. Come on, sub peanut. What, what is that, a very small peanut? Are you doing what we talked about? I try not to vary my routine. You have medicines to help you. I was backed up for like eight days. And you can always give yourself an enema. I'm saving that for my birthday. Who are they? That's my family. If they're your family, why do you have their names written down? Charlie, you can't be alone anymore. If you ever need my help, I'm here. I'm writing something, and I have to finish before my words run out. 
I'll take care of him. May I ask what your relationship is? I don't know. I don't know. The roadless travel is the hottest I know. Gets lonely when you're out on your own. Do you live here? I'm his friend. But your dad needs you right now. I mean, this young woman is full of surprises. This is no time for jokes. It's the perfect time for jokes. <laughs> you funny, old man. Everybody needs somebody sometime. I want to have fun. I want to laugh. I want. Wow. Um, I was just saying, he still got it. Yeah. Billy. He still got it, man. He's like, if you think about it, he's like really one of the last of the of the uh, of, that, of the generation. Like we still have. Steve I think he's the last. We still have Steve. We still yeah, have Chevy. We, um, do we really have Chevy? Do <laughs> we have Chevy? Chase? <laughs> We, I mean, I know he's he's around, but do we still have him? We, Bill Murray's still around. Bill Murray, we have Dan uh, Aykroyd. Uh, um, Even though Dan's not really comedy yeah, anymore. We have Martin Short still somewhere around there. Um, oh God, Martin. Yeah, um, but I'm but not, but they yeah, I'm nobody truly is a Martin. Uh, I'm not going to say that. There might be people that love Martin Short. It's, I'm oh, but there's honest. people that love him. But but it, Rick Moranis, even though he's not doing much, but he's still in that little. But Rick Moranis was. Uh, that's a whole nother conversation. But Rick was different. Rick is different. He's not so much in the same league as a as a Steve Martin and a. Oh no! I mean, I love Rick, but no, you're right. He's but, not. Uh, but I but think, he's, he's special. He is special. In his own it's, way. Not, it's not deterring deterring him at all because he's, he's like Goonies special. I agree. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> like like it's magical whenever you see him on anything. You're like, oh, yeah. it's Rick Moranis. Um, but yeah, um, like I want to go find Big Bully with him and uh, Ed O'Neill. Uh, no, 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 that's Little Giant. Uh, Little Giant. I'm sorry. Um, Roseanne's ex husband, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Uh, like the movie's probably not all that great now, but right. as a kid, I liked it. But I just want to see Rick. Everybody likes. Everybody wants to see Rick. Want to see those those glasses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just real quick, Billy Crystal. I, I am looking forward now to seeing this uh, uh, here today. Um, it looks interesting. Um, it looks, looks like a smart comedy. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like laugh out loud comedy, but charming. Comedies today have gone more gross. I feel, and I think that this isn't that. Oh no! So yeah, it's, it's smart. Not, you said smart. It's, it's really smart. Good. Yeah, yeah. I, Billy's not that. Never no. was. No. Uh, yeah. None of them were though. Yeah. That, that generation. Yeah. They were smart comedians, for the most part. And and were able to make you laugh and thing yeah. not only with their verbal stuff but also with their uh, just physical, like, comedy. physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Um, that's it. That's it for this episode, Brandon. What we got next week? We have the either the top twenty or twenty-five top eighty films list. Yep. Yeah, we will have it. And then after that, we're gonna hit some Harry and the Henderson. Yeah, then, we're gonna go Harry. All and right. Then, and then after that, we're gonna get it. <laughs> then after that, we're gonna get. I got a shirt it. coming for Harry and the Hendersons though. I can't wait to see. Uh, Me too. <laughs> uh, and then after that, we're going to get into our summer blockbusters. Uh, we're going to each week review a different summer blockbuster, uh, like uh, Independence Day, Speed, things like that that were summer blockbusters that came out. Not Jaws. Unfortunately, we can't Because we, we did Jaws. We did Jaws. But we didn't do it on YouTube. 
We don't need to do it on YouTube. Uh, but anyway, Aaron Whitlow. I am Brandon Spivey. And we're the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. And we thank you for marking out with us today. Thank you. Tune in later. <laughs>